G'day and welcome to another episode of Women's Baseball, The Inside Pitch. International Women's Day is held globally on March 8 to celebrate women's achievements and raise awareness against gender bias and take action for equality. The theme for the 2022 International Women's Day is Break the Bias. In baseball, many women have had to break a bias at some point in their baseball journey, whether it's been as a player, an umpire, coach, scorer, in the media, or even management positions. On 2022 International Women's Day, I've chosen to feature and celebrate three women in baseball in Victoria, Australia, who are leading by example on and off the field. When Janine Thompson saw no women on a list of registered umpires in Melbourne in 2006, she thought she'd do something about it by umpiring herself. More than 15 years later, Janine is now the only woman currently umpiring in the Baseball Victoria, Victorian Summer Baseball League, and she has umpired countless women's national championships and has also umpired overseas in Hong Kong and the USA. Janine was part of an all-women's umpiring crew at the Baseball Australia Showcase in 2021, and she'll be back again to do it in 2022. I hope you enjoy this episode with Janine Thompson. Baseball Victoria umpire Janine Thompson. Janine, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Now, I do want to be open and honest right now. I just want to say an extra thank you and probably a thousand sorries because there's probably a few calls of that you've given me in the time where I've maybe disagreed with it. So you could have easily said no to coming on the show today. So I just want to say thank you for coming along. No, um, what, uh, <laughs> what happens at a game stays at a game. No, no stress. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear. How long ago or how old were you when you first started umpiring and, and how did it all come about? Uh, so I first started umpiring in 2006. Um, uh, I knew absolutely nothing about baseball. I didn't <laughs> even know baseball existed in Australia. Um, I was working uh, like in my day job uh, with uh, – a guy named Mark Gooding, who was the at the time the director of umpires for Victoria, and uh, I used to do some paperwork for him in the office. And uh, the one year I was uh, printing out his um, annual reports for the BUAV, uh, and I had a little dig at him about the fact that there was not one mention in the whole lot of, of a female umpire. Uh, and he said they'd had a few, but they'd come and gone and they'd left because of either pregnancy or whatever. And uh, I told him that wasn't good enough. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he kind of dared me to have a go. Um, next thing I knew... In the middle of our office at work, I was going through the level O course of umpires. I've done that. <laughs> and uh, the, a week later, I was out umpiring my first game. Uh, and back then, we also didn't have green shirts, so I was just a no, yes, thrown exactly out right. there. Yeah, thrown so, into the wolves, literally. Yes, uh, and again, I still really knew very little about baseball and baseball rules. Um, so what, how much baseball had you seen in your life? Like, had you ever played t-ball at school? Did you watch Major League on TV? Uh, I went to a Major League game 
uh, in Canada when I was 18, and that's when I got hooked on the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. So I'd watched a couple of games, um, but I, I, you know, I I knew a little bit about the game, but I wasn't, uh, I didn't like watch every game or anything like that. So I knew there were, you know, three bases and home plate, and they had to hit the ball and go around and. But that's a good, not that's much a good start. more than that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so that game. Do you? What do you remember of that first game? So, obviously, you, there was a plate umpire and you were the line umpire. Where was it? What do you remember of it? Uh, so, my first game was um, out at Moorabbin uh, with another umpire named Andrew Gluth, um, and uh, I was. Uh, pooping my pants to say the least because uh, I didn't know what I was doing out there and what I was getting myself into um, yeah I was I was the base umpire I yeah just got told just call safes and outs and call it as you see it and um, so that's basically all I did that first game wow you must have enjoyed it you what was the feelings after it? And like, when was the next, like, did you make a decision? Okay, I'm going to keep going. I want to do more. What, what was the feeling uh, after I'm the game? I'm pretty sure I ran away. Uh, okay. <laughs> I ran away after that first game um, uh, and left Andrew standing there going, what the hell, who is this girl? Uh, and, but I went back the next week. Mark put me on for two games the following week. Um, I have no idea where they were, but uh, I just started turning up and, uh, and you know, I worked with quite a lot of guys. Um, Mark let me do quite a few games with him because obviously uh, he was going to be my mentor for the when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, so we worked together for a few games and I just started picking things up and obviously I would also go home and read this massive rule book that I got given <laughs> uh, just to learn and pick up things and it just started from there. I started doing um, two games every Saturday I think it was and then I was doing two games on a Saturday, two on a Sunday um, and it just snowballed from there. Wow and what was it um, you, you you sort of liked about it? Was it the fact you had to sort of learn something new or was there something that you else that you sort of that drew that drew you to it what kept you in uh i think initially i i liked the sport i mean i i i knew of baseball and um uh i liked it but yeah i'd never played it before and i just enjoyed being there and learning new things from all the the guys i was working with um and um yeah i think the for me i i liked the challenge of it so what were those first few steps you said that mark was your um your mentor and, and things like that do you um what were the steps that you took to sort of improve your umpiring skills courses um all those types of things that you, you had to do okay uh yes so each year the buav would run a um umpire seminar course um and it's uh normally a three or four day umpires clinic basically um and so we would go to that every year uh and it was normally run i think september every year 
Um, so obviously I made myself available for those. Um, and obviously just getting out and doing games with whoever I was rostered with. Yep. Yep. And you, I, I think you, you told me a story yesterday about how you also actually did a scorer's course. What was, what was behind that? Okay, so, uh, yeah, again, when I first started umpiring, um, it's expected of umpires to do votes at the end of a game. Um, and people would throw these score books in front of me uh, and go, here we go, do some votes. And I would look at the score book and I had no idea whatsoever what any of it meant. Um, and, you know, I think someone said to me, oh, just, you know, just remember that green is good and red is bad. And <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, so I used to look at a book and I'd look across at a at a player and I'd be like, oh, there's lots of red there and no green, so they can't be very good. Not realising, of course, that the fielding stats and stuff are on the batter's, you know, row and <laughs> I was just like judging all these people on fielding errors and goodness knows what else. So <laughs> it was, I think back now and it's hilarious, but I did, um, obviously I realized I couldn't read it and uh, I wanted to improve that. So I yep. went and did a scorer's course so that I could actually read a scorebook and actually give credit to the people that should be getting credit. Wow. And, and actually, you don't think about that. You think, oh, they're just going to do an umpire's course. They don't think about it. But, yeah, you have to actually read the scorebook, which is um interesting. I hope, I hope you uh, didn't uh, jip me of any votes in those early games. Who knows? Re- Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I demand idea. a recount. <laughs> <laughs> no, Let's go back to 2006 and find out, eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Um. So, yeah, so you, you're doing the VSBL or Victorian Summer League, whatever it would have been called back then. Um, yes. What were some of the first steps out of there? You've you've done some, um, and I've seen you at nationals, you've done some international trips. What are some of the things you've done outside of of Melbourne and those experiences? Uh, Yes, so um, uh, in 2008, I went to the Australian Baseball Academy to do an umpire development program. Wow. Um, And my first outside of Australia baseball was in 2009 I went to Hong Kong for the Phoenix Cup oh, yes. um, and I went as the umpire for the Aussie Hearts team um, and so that was like uh, you know we paid our our way there I actually yep. went with oh. Mark Gooding to that oh wow um, and had an absolute blast it was amazing That's so awesome. that was my first international kind of event yep um uh i'd been to a couple of national championships before that um so i'd been to some under 14 national championships and the first women's uh nationals i went to was in 2009 as well ah 2009 um was in geelong uh yes geelong yes 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 so um so yeah, I've uh, and since then um, I've done a couple more international things. Um, I did another um, uh, Phoenix Cup in 2010. I went back. I enjoyed it so much. I <laughs> and um, then I did a, a Taiwan versus Australia friendship series in Taiwan. Um, mm. 
I did um, then in that was in 2010 as well, and then in 2011 um, I went to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, in the US, um, to do a um, another umpiring development program, but it was um, it was at the USA Baseball National Training Complex under their friendship series. So there was a Canadian team and uh, a couple of other countries had teams there, and um, I I managed. Australia was meant to go, um, and the Australian team at that stage couldn't send a team, um, so I contacted them. Um, uh, on my own and said, hey, I know the team's not coming anymore, but I would still like to come um, uh, to develop my umpiring. And uh, so I had to pay my own way to get there. And wow. um, But uh, they welcomed me with open arms. And so I did an um, umpire course over there with them. That was amazing. And that's probably my highlight. As much as I enjoyed the Phoenix Cup, and everything else. That one that I went to in North Carolina was my favorite. And that's because I got to meet all these other female umpires from around the world. Oh, wow. That would have been amazing. Um, and I am now friends with them for life. Like we all still keep up with each other on Facebook. Um, I've been to Canada a few times to visit my friend there, Lisa Turbot, who's now one of the head female umpires in the um, in the world, basically. Yep. Wow. So, and look, the thing that stands out to me is some of that story is that you've really put your hand in your own pocket and really invested in your own. Um, I mean, we all do in women's baseball. I think we've all we all paid yes. to play for Australia for for yes. years. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. So that just truly shows how much it means to you. Yes. Look, uh, you know, I really i I just wanted to put myself out there and. And it's enjoyable and, you know, the fact that I can go and learn with these umpires that are, like, way way above me in, in uh, experience uh, is just amazing. And, yeah, their friendship means the world to me still now. So Sometimes we, as players, we sort of forget, um, we have our blinkers on at how hard it is. Like, it's a... Very hard. I mean, baseball is hard. Every part of baseball is hard. Every part of book. baseball is hard, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Whoever invented it. But we <laughs> lo- that's why we love it. Um, what do you find the hardest thing about, like, I mean, I, th- I find we're all always still learning and I think well, you'll never stop learning. But what do you find is the thing that you're still working on or as you, um, as you learn? Uh, I think I'm always learning new bits about the rules that, can be interpreted in different ways. Mm. And um, there's so many things where, you know, people misunderstand the rule um, and we can misunderstand it as umpires as well as, you know, players and coaches. It's yep. There's just so many little things about baseball that, um, you know, and then we get the new rules and everything that are coming through. But I think we should never give up on learning. Um, yep. And... Uh, you know, trying to improve ourselves. And if you think, sit back and think you know it all and uh, you know what you're doing and stuff, it, you're so wrong. Like there's just so many things to learn every week. Yeah, and look, I find that now I'm 
well retired from the Australian team and I'm plodding around in club and I'm still learning every it's like change the way they coach every five seconds you do you keep learning but that's why we love it do you have a favorite call I think some of us would like to say it's probably your strikeout call ringing someone up it's very animated we love it I think you must practice it and I do don't... not practice it you don't okay no you no got it only down. at baseball <laughs> <laughs> no we love it man you're in the game. We love it. What is your favourite call to make in a game? Like, umpires are going to have a favourite call, surely. Ah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess that strike three call is for all umpires. They all have their own little way of doing it. Yep. Um, and you know, for me, it's a. I, I only make that call if like it's a. a strike three that's not swung at or anything like if it's an obvious swing I'm just like yep strike three um but uh you know it's that one where you're actually you know you're showing your confidence and you're you're saying well that's where I think it is so I'm calling that you should have swung at that so (laughs) (laughs) and how hard I know some of the I've umpired obviously we all umpire at stages and I find this this, it's it's hard to call a strike zone, and I find sometimes you get halfway through a game, and then your own strike zone moves, and then you you know you've moved it, and then you're like, I've got to move it back, and it's, and it's you a, start kicking yourself because yeah. you're like, why did I call that? Yeah, and you can't say that yeah. to the team. You're like, oh my god. No, we're um, we're saying it's in our heads to oh, you. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. you guys but, say it out loud. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I have. It's on the baseball field, we're off the baseball field now. Uh, and again, no umpire's perfect. We, you know, no. uh, and some, like I, you know, I've had situations where, um, you know, uh, you just get a bit of brain fog and, yeah. uh, and you just, and you can't, you don't have the opportunity just to step back, take a breath and go, wow, I need to fix this. Like you don't get that. In no. umpiring, you just got to keep going and try and fix it on the go. Um, yeah. And you know, and then there's other situations where catchers block you out, or you know, stand up in front of you, and you're like, dude, I can't call anything <laughs> if you're like right up there. Uh, so you know, or or they stick their, they want a you know a high pitch, so they stick their glove right up in front of your face and. And you're like, I can't see the plate at all anymore. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, there's lots of instances that that stop you from seeing that stroke. Mm. Um, and you can't always move with a catcher. And, yep. um, and yeah, like sometimes it's just because you've got that bit of brain fog and you, and you have to snap back into the game. And, yeah. Um, it happens. You go back to that point where you go, not every umpire is perfect. And I think we as players – we know that, but we expect you to be perfect. Yes. And it's, it, yeah, it's hard. And look, we expect yes. to be perfect as players. But what do you do? How do you cope with those moments where you ha- – you, do you have moments where you've made a bad call, where you make a call and you go, oh, no, that was wrong? How do you, how do you manage that as an umpire? Well, I mean, sometimes you know straight away that you've messed it up. Um, yep. And um, – you know, it's different when you're on the bases because uh, when you mess something up, you can try and fix it immediately. Like get together with your partner, you know, yep. and say, did I miss that swipe tag? Like, you know, and try and fix it. And I'm 
I'm all for that. I'm yeah. all for fixing it and getting it right. I'm not going to stand by my call just because I'm an umpire and you have to listen to what I have to say. Yeah. Um, I, I love when I get the chance to fix something. Um, and I have no issue with, coaches approaching me and asking me about a call it's all got to do with tone and attitude and the approach obviously you know when someone comes up and they're screaming at you yeah you're not going to do anything you're just going to go you need to bite the bullet Mm. like um uh but I've had uh coaches come up and they'll be like would you mind just getting a second opinion on that and I'm like, yeah, sure, no worries. Okay, and I'm writing that partner... down. I'm writing that down for the making <laughs> sure And if we my do partner it. has something different to what I have, um, and I'll be like, okay, so did you see that tag? Or, you know, and uh, and they were like, yep, the tag happened. I'm like, sweet, let's let's call it. Hmm. So yeah, um, I love that. So I yeah, I I have no issue with that. Um, but again, it's all about the approach sometimes. It is, yeah, and and I know that yes, it's it is about the approach, and I know coaches and players, we all get we hot headed on the field, but I like that you 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 allow things to change and evolve because we know that you want to ultimately keep us safe, but you ultimately also want to have a good game and you want the game to be fair and and true. So I really I really love that. What what is the favourite thing about umpiring? Like if you could pick one thing, what's the best thing? Wow. Um, uh... I actually just enjoy the the social ac- aspect um, of the of the game. Um, like I said, I'm not so social outside of baseball with baseball people, um, but I really enjoy it at baseball. I love having a good game, and I love having uh, a chat with players, like players that'll actually say hi, how you doing, what's going on, like um, you know, and uh, and I really enjoy that. Um, and that doesn't always happen. Don't get me wrong. Um, it, you know, there's some games where um, no one wants to say hi whatsoever, um, and you get that. But uh, yeah. uh, for the most part, um, generally people are pretty friendly and uh, pretty accepting, and um, that's kind of what makes me appreciate coming to the games. Yeah, it. it... It's funny you go. Oh, sometimes the best games are when you don't notice the umpire. But I, and I find that that's it's a saying. But it's sort of like if I was an umpire, I'd like, but I'm, I'm part of this game too. Do you sort yes. of do you subscribe to that, or do you, do you understand what when players or coaches say that? Oh, I totally understand the saying and the fact that um, you know uh, there's you know quite a few umpires who like to. Um, Put themselves into the game more than they need to. What? Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't feel like I'm one of those umpires. I feel like I just get out there and I, I do the job and I call what I see and, and yep. that's how I go. Um, and um, you know, if I, if I make a good call or a bad call, either way, uh, I, I'm making you know the best of the situation. And, yep. um, and you know, it, I, it's not like I want to be seen, but at the same time, you're completely right. I still want to be acknowledged as being part of the game. Yeah, and, and that's the, the acknowledgement of that, that you are allowing the game to be fair and safe and all those sort of things, and we, and we appreciate everything. Um, 
you talk about you've done the umpires, you've done the scorers course. You um, started playing for a while there as well. Was that something you wanted to – Was it, were you doing it to add to your umpiring skills or were you doing it to – No, well? just uh, uh, to be honest, I got to the stage in umpiring where um, I was a little disheartened about and not enjoying it. Um, mm-hmm. and so I took up playing as a way to try to enjoy the game again um, and just from a different aspect and a different yep. view um, and just to get more of that um, camaraderie happening um, because uh, we don't get that as umpires. Yeah, um, I understand that. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not a part of a big team and – the only time we're a part of a big team is when we get together for formal dinners or, you know, um, tournaments where you're there's a group of you together at any one time. So, yep. so yeah, I got a bit disheartened with umpiring and just not feeling it. Um, so I decided to have a go at playing. I was never any good. Don't. <laughs> but I had fun, and that's why. And I that did is it. all that matters. You just. Yeah. We just need more people to play and have fun. It's not about playing for Australia. It's about having fun. Um, where, where were you, I think, because you were playing a bit of winter or you're playing down south. I don't think I came up against you, but I remember seeing you. What what um, what positions were you playing? <laughs> so um, I ended up being catcher quite a lot. <laughs> um, uh, either that or I was pretty much anywhere. They'd throw yeah. me first base, outfield, um, uh but mostly catcher, um, and I really enjoyed that. I, yeah. um, uh, I don't know why. <laughs> just, <laughs> it just I really liked it, and I guess I was also probably one of the, one of the girls in in the team that could actually squat and get down and be a catcher. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I would have to try and take my umpire cap off because of course, yeah. during the game I'd be like, hang on, <laughs> they can't make that call. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you you must have had fun or you got your, your mojo back, your love back for the game because we've seen you obviously come back. You're still umpiring now in the women's. Um, what's kind of kept you going and what's – I guess now in 2022, what sort of keeps you going? I really enjoy women's um, and probably because it is that little bit more social for me than men's. Um, Men's is, it is very different. Um, I'm powering the two lots and it's got nothing to do with skill level. A lot of people think that it's a skill level thing. It has got nothing to do with skill level at all. I think the women's players, um, the skill level of some of the players is like amazing and they could outdo a lot of the men. But unfortunately, uh, even still now, um, uh, a lot of people think, oh, it's just a woman's game. So It's not great that you are the only woman umpiring in Melbourne, but I, I, I want to champion that because I think it is a great thing, but we need more. How do we get more women? How do we get more women umpiring? I, to be honest, I don't know because, I mean, I came into baseball in a very obscure way um, mm. and so I didn't grow up with baseball. I didn't have, you know, mum and dad playing or brothers and sisters playing or um, so there's a lot of women out there that are 
you know, probably our best pool of people to to get into umpiring. Um, uh, unfortunately, I don't think we tap into that. The, I guess the best people to try and look at are the, you know, we get the dads out on the grounds. Why can't we get the mums out on the grounds? We both know baseball, it's a great baseball Victoria community, whether in the men's, women's, juniors, masters. Um, what would be the thing that you would say to people who, to any women that are thinking of, or just trying to encourage any women? Just to, give to it a go. Out? Just just have a go. Like, and when you're first out there, even as a club umpire, you just just have to have some fun and do your best. You know, call, just call safes and outs. You don't have to do all the, the fancy calls, all the infield fly and all the other kind of stuff, you know. Um, as a club umpire, just having a go, you just want to call the safes and outs. That's it. Yep. So just have a go. And, um, and that's, I mean, that's the best advice I could give because that's the only way we're going to get people out on the ground. It's been great to have you on the field and we hope that you've got many, many more years to come. Are you not hanging up the hanging up the what do you hang up as an umpire? You got you, I, we hang yeah, up we our don't cleats, cleats apparently. <laughs> yeah, what do you hang up? Do you hang up your Your shin guard, your chest plate, I guess? Well well after the line drive you took to the chest yesterday. You, ah, my yes. goodness. <laughs> you need oh my goodness. So I was on first base when that happened and that was I felt it ninety feet away. That was um uh, I yeah, I got, I got a bit it. beaten up yesterday. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a I lot got, of foul balls straight back to the catcher and the umpire yesterday. I was just standing at first bank going, who, who would catch and who would umpire? Yeah, I was. I, I definitely got beaten up yesterday. I've got a few bruises to show it. So, oh, um, But you, you just take that with the, you know, you yep. take it with a grain of salt and just go, oh, yeah, I got another war wound. Here we go. So... <laughs> another beer at the end of the game we'll make sure we uh i think it should be a thing that someone line drives one back into you it should be an automatically automatic shout by that player at the bar i think that's something we need to introduce maybe be maybe that'd be alcoholic great. non-alcoholic hot dog we don't care there needs to be a two dollar tab on the bar for every bruise inflicted maybe that's how we'll get some umpires back in so uh, yeah, but no. yeah. Oh, that's that's probably you know i mean i've broken my foot umpiring uh you know so I was doing a men's game out at Port Melbourne. They had an international um, player coming and pitching, um, and he threw this absolutely beautiful um, pitch, and the catcher missed it altogether, and it hit the inside of my uh, right foot oh, um, wow. and smashed it. And like this guy was throwing in the nineties, apparently. Wow. And uh, so I kind of hobbled off uh, and I came back to the plate. I was like, yep, I'm good. Came back to the plate and every step I took, I couldn't, I couldn't take a step. Like my foot just, the pain was so intense. And so I called my partner over and I said, I'm going to finish this game, but you've got everything. I've got the plate. You've got all the bases. I've got nothing out there. I can't move. I so can't. you kept umpiring with a broken foot. Yeah, so I finished the game. I finished the game. It was the second game of a doubleheader. Uh, so I finished the game and uh, hobbled back to the change room afterwards and took my boot off, which was probably the worst thing I could have done. Mm, yes. My foot doubled in size. Um, and then I had to drive home to, at that stage, Nary Warren with a broken foot. 
I had an ice pack on my foot and I drove with just my left foot. Probably not the best idea, but I had to get home somehow. Um, and still didn't realize it was broken. Uh, just went, wow, that really hurt. And it obviously bruised and swollen. And uh, it wasn't till that was on a Saturday. Uh, I was meant to do two games the next day and I had to ring the boss and say, don't think I can do those two games tomorrow. My foot's like really sore. And uh, on the Monday morning, took myself down to uh, the emergency department and uh, had x-rays and I'd fractured my foot. So I was out for, uh, I think I was out for about almost three months with that. jeez. Oh, so that was <laughs> not exactly a highlight, but yeah, <laughs> something tough. to yeah, remember. I'm playing on a broken foot. That's even, that's even more mad respect for you. That is, that's a poof. Yeah, I finished the game. I just, I mean, I didn't realize it was broken, obviously. I knew it was, I knew the pain was intense. Yeah. Um, and I knew that every time I went to take off running, like after a better run, uh, you know, yeah. better runner, yep. I'd take off. And every time I took a step with that foot, I, I was like, uh, I was ready to cry, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I just had to call my partner over and say, you've got the lot. I've just got the plate. I'll call the balls and strikes, but you got everything else. Thank you for taking some time to, to chat. Hopefully I will definitely make sure I say hello more and I say um, be friendly. I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I will definitely do it. I'll make sure we tell the, all the Doncaster girls to do it as well because, yeah, sometimes we all get we all get caught up in our own game sometimes. We all do. We all, we all yeah. get that white line thing. And, we um, do. And I totally understand that and uh, much respect for all the players who – who, you know, do just play their hardest and they, you know, they're in the game the whole time. I much respect to them. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I do appreciate it. I do appreciate the high hair you're doing. Um, a lot of the catchers, obviously, I get along really well with because, you know, I am chat to them the most because we're yep. right there. Um, I'll wave from uh, you from Centrefield next time. If I, get, <laughs> if I get to say hi, I'm waving. I'm not complaining about the balls and strikes. I'm just waving to say hi. That'll be my excuse. Uh, it's all good. Like I said, what happens at a game stays at a game. I don't think about it when I get in my car and go home. So, yep. Yep. you know, I it doesn't stress me out at all when, you know, people have a go, so to yep. speak. Um, I know it's all, you know, part of the game to an extent. Um, and to an obviously. Extent. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, obviously yeah. when people push the boundary, you you need to take control and toss them out of the game or do whatever you need to do. But, um, but yeah, look, uh, I what what happens there, I'm I'm happy to go with it. I don't hold any grudges to anyone at all, and um, and I just love the game and I love being inter interacting with everybody and socialising with everybody. So. Well, we love we love you being in the game, and we really appreciate you. And it's now fifteen plus years you've been in the game, and that's that's amazing to have you in our game for as long. And as we've said, we we're going to try and get more women into the game. But um, I just wanted to say thank you for International Women's Day being a part of this podcast, and I look forward to probably seeing you this Saturday. We've got finals coming up, and are you are you off to nationals in Easter? Uh, yes, I have been. My nomination for nationals has been accepted. Um, Fantastic. So. Uh, that's amazing yet again. We're off to Adelaide, of course. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. Uh, I love going to nationals. Um, 
again, just mixing with some of the other female umpires. Shout out there to, you know, Fiona Lambrick over in WA Fiona, and yep. Carla Pinder up in Queensland. Um, you know, the I love spending time with those guys, as well as all the guys, obviously, that yep. come. Uh, but, you know, especially the women umpires, there's not many of us out there. So it's great to have that opportunity. It was great to see yourself, Fiona and, and um, Carla, be an all-female crew at the Baseball Australia Women's Showcase in Adelaide last May, in May 2021. Do you have any under – are you putting your hands up for the showcase? Will we see an all-female showcase umpiring lineup in Geelong in, in a couple of months? Uh, so uh, now that you mention it, yes, all three of us will be there. Fantastic. Well, that's um, – that. this is so awesome to hear that. Absolutely love it. It's, just, it's amazing. So – more women in this sport and more people just, whether it's scoring, umpiring, coaching and playing, that's what we love. So, Yes, shout out to all those scorers out there do, too. They do a marvellous job. Like They, they are just amazing. Everyone in this sport, I love it. So thank you so much. I will let you go and, yeah, really appreciate you taking time to, yeah, get, get to know the person behind the plate, behind the mask. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Women's Baseball, The Inside Pitch. I really hope you liked today's episode. And if it was your first, welcome. But make sure you go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes with some of the great names and stories from women's baseball all around the world. Catch you next time.